Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and I'm very excited that today Brianna has nominated Dr. Zachary Shurek, and he's joining me today. He is the recipient of a Game Changer Award, and he's taking time out of his busy schedule as an integrative veterinarian to join me right now. So welcome, Dr. Zach, and congratulations on your Game Changer Award. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate being here today. It's so um, it's so wonderful that you are going to share with our listeners, readers, and viewers a little bit more about your work as a holistic veterinarian. And I know that you, I know you do a lot with herbs, and I know that you actually use many different integrative modalities in your practice. But for people that aren't familiar with you or your practice, or even how you became an integrative veterinarian, would you would you back up and walk us through? your desire to become a veterinarian and then your interest in becoming an integrative veterinarian. How did that come about? Yeah. So, um, yeah, probably most people don't know me. I'm a really small guy here in Arkansas, um, uh, in terms of my, uh, client base and uh, platform. But, um, so, uh, I, um, started out, uh, planning on uh, doing wildlife, I wanted to go into wildlife biology and decided to go ahead um, to go to vet school. Wanted to be a wildlife vet, and through the course of vet school, I was uh, tracking exotic animals. And through the course of vet school, I um, decided that I didn't want to go into wildlife, um, but I had a lot of experience with that. Kind of defaulted into just. Um, private practice and dogs and cats for the most part. But um, where I went in Washington after school, uh, there wasn't a lot of people that uh, saw exotic animals. So I ended up seeing a fair amount of exotic uh, animals uh, having had experience with wildlife and kind of tracking that way through school. And, um, but, but knew that I didn't really want to do just like the general private practice uh, was kind of like looking for, what else I may want to kind of get into. Um, eventually, I had kind of the idea of like nonprofit work, but um, generally uh, wasn't wasn't sure where to go. Um, I'm, I'm a very like nature oriented sort of person. Um, and, and so um, over, you know, kind of the course of um, being outside, learning about plants, uh, the use of plants, and kind of this like, there's there's this idea in exotic animal medicine that um, when someone comes in with a problem, there's something wrong with say like a um, bird or like especially like reptiles or amphibians that um, uh, there's there's some sort of husbandry issue and 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 you just have to figure out what's going wrong um, you know like what is happening either with the setup most people often get those exotic animals without really knowing what to do. So they often don't know how to uh, keep them or feed them appropriately. So it's like this like investigation or mystery, like what's going on with the husbandry. Um, so uh, there was this point that I started to like recognize kind of that um, that was happening a lot of the times with dogs and cats too, you know, that like a lot of pets, a lot of animals, um, you know, that like there's 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 often something we can find out that'll help us ultimately solve solve the uh, problem, solve the solution with the animal, um, not just like treatment, like whatever treatment they might need, but also that like lifestyle or uh, husbandry change. So that was kind of like a um, wake up 
point for me, I think as a dog and cat vet sort of realizing that, you know, like things, things like diet um, and lifestyle can actually be major components of trying to get them through their issues. Um, the other uh, part of it was like I, like I mentioned, just kind of spending a lot of time outside. I was in Washington state um, right after vet school. So um, getting to know that area, learning all the plants, um, kind of getting into the whole like um, uh, homesteading survival sort of mindset around different things, wanting to learn like foraging skills and things like that. Um, I was learning lots of plans to eat. And then there were lots of plans that when I was looking them up, I would learn that they um, also had a lot of medicinal uses as well. Or there were some that, you know, like people don't eat this, but they use it for medicine, mushrooms, kind of the same way, learning mushrooms. Um, so, so, um, that sort of got me wanting to, you know, try things out with my patients from like that herbal perspective. Um, I had, I had some good mentors being up in Washington. Um, shout out to Dr. Kelleher. Uh, and um, uh, I was then um, encouraged to take a um, acupuncture course up there. And um, uh, so um, that, you know, like, um, the idea was to get like an energetic base for the herbal medicine that I was sort of learning that, you know, turned into me having no idea how much I would, you know, use Chinese medicine and acupuncture in my practice and with my patients. I primarily um, use Chinese medical diagnosis and then um, uh, usually uh, formulate herbs specifically for each patient based on um, uh their like or uh western herbs kind of through a chinese medical um pattern or, or diagnosis so so that's been um really integral and kind of the backwards way that i kind of got got here um and uh still still interested in kind of like nonprofit work um i still work with a shelter in the area and uh go out to um the uh Hopi Reservation in Arizona and do work out there. And, um, you know, like I also um, kind of uh, have a desire to bring more like holistic options to those worlds as well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, sort of trying to integrate um, maybe some uh, holistic, um, uh, you know, like par partially maybe more holistic um uh, treatments, but also kind of more of a holistic mindset sometimes um, to, you know, the um, uh, animal welfare world or other other kind of aspects as well. Yeah, that's wonderful and much needed and beautiful. I have found that when I when I work with rescue groups in any location and certainly indigenous cultures, people that live a little bit closer to the natural world, incredibly open and receptive to using plant medicines yeah. as an option. In fact, it get much more excited than potentially some of my other colleagues that are not are confused about what I'm doing and why. So that's wonderful that you're you're using um, what resonates with you as a veterinarian in helping the groups of people that you are supporting and working with. It's it's wonderful. And I'm sure that they're incredibly thankful that you have this expanded knowledge base and tool base, tool kit, tool 
belt at, at your at your disposal. When you, Dr. Zach, when you as a so really you have wildlife skills, you have exotic skills, you have dog and cat skills, small animal skills, but I believe you also treat large animals as well. Like you, you really kind of treat the entire animal kingdom. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, you know, um, I think coming on, um, you know, with sort of the wildlife or exotic background, um, uh, there's, and, and I realized quickly, that's why a lot of vets don't, um, like treating exotic animals because, you know, like you may be like, you may treat three or four different uh, snakes or tortoises or something like that. And they all have a different like ecosystem from which they come from and uh, therefore have different requirements for like how, how they're kept. So a lot of times, you know, like they just don't want to mess with having to like get into that or learn all that or figure all those things out, which not that I have, have, have learned at all. It's fairly easy to kind of quickly reference, but to know that you, need to know all that stuff kind of, you know, and, um, I guess, but, uh, so, so it's been relatively easy with large animals. Um, and I grew up around horses and cows and things too. So it was relatively easy. Um, but, uh, or not, 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 not so easy to, um, treat them, but the intimidation factor was a little less, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, plus, um, I love, I love being outside as well, you know, which is nice thing about treating large animals and the, uh, jumping over fences and gates and things, you know, and, uh, it's kind of exciting sometimes, but, um, but yeah, like being it, you know, like having that perspective, um, you know, like maybe that's one of the advantages that veterinarians have to, you know, even human doctors in terms of flexibility is their ability to be able to like bounce in between species and like have some level of uh, comfort and, and understanding for how you can kind of do that. Yeah, that's wonderful. So you've got this diversified you do, career in the sense of what you do and the species you're working with and the amazing rescues, clients, the organizations you're working with. It's awesome. What do you love most about the work that you're doing? Probably um, just creating, um, I mean, uh, so um, uh you know, I have, I have, I have a fairly chaotic mind and often kind of a chaotic life. And, um, uh, you know, I have, I have a, a desire to want to do things kind of my own way and to be in, and, you know, kind of getting outside of the box has allowed me to really kind of create my own way of practice and, um, an ability, I think, to continuously evolve, um, how I practice and how I just like think of, of, of things. And I, it uh, truly feels like not only am I, um, you know, like continuously gaining knowledge and, you know, all these areas that I can help with, you know, what people are kind of coming to me for in uh, treatment of their animals, but also, you know, that I am, I'm truly gaining this uh, wisdom over time of, of how, um, you know, I can, I can guide people to, you know, have better relationships and interactions with their animals, but also, um, you know, like, like re rethink or reimagine kind of the uh, lifestyle that they, they see for their animals. Mm. Um, and, and, um, uh, you know, I mean, we, uh, I'm sure, you know, like you and lots of other, um, 
uh, holistic vets are aware of this, you know, but, um, you know, people often come looking for um, holistic treatments, but still have a fairly, um, uh, like, conventional mindset, you know, around um, what, what they're looking for. And, and so like, I, I feel like a, a huge part of what I do has been um, just to try to like mitigate their expectations, you know, like a lot of times, whether it's a first visit or whether it's over the period of, of a year, sometimes, you know, just trying to keep coming back to, you know, like what, like, 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 like what the goals are like, like what a successful treatment, you know, or like outcome would actually look like for their pet or their family, you know, all that sort of thing. And, and, um, you know, it's, um, uh, people, people often come to me in sort of a uh, bargaining stage, you know, for their mm-hmm. animals because they, uh, um, you know, especially where I am now, they may not be aware of, um, what I do or like other alternatives to kind of the standard care, but, um, uh, you know, so, so, so it may be kind of even late in the process by the time they actually get me and, and, um, you know, so, so, uh, um, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of hard to get people sometimes in that phase to kind of like step back and really, you know, take a look at what, um, about what they really want and like where they are kind of in their relationship with their, uh, that's kind of, but, um, uh, but, but, you know, like that's been kind of an ever evolving sort of a thing and often seems like really what I've been developing more than even kind of my knowledge base around, um, uh, animals and, um, yeah. you know, like, like medicine, herbal knowledge, all that sort of thing. I, I am at the same place you are in that part of our, part of my responsibility as a veterinarian serving my community is to care for the animal that they bring me. But much of my focus has been helping to retrain my client's mindset when it comes to how they look at their relationship with their animal, but also their relationship with food and their relationship with the earth, their relationship in their home and their animal's place and their place. Helping to retrain mindsets has what I've realized is, yes, I'm providing care, but maybe a a bigger role and a bigger piece of what I am meant to to do for that animal involves helping my clients rearrange their thought process about their role and my role in this animal's life and the position in the world of what we can do in terms of 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 helping them. Sometimes, our biggest role is helping our clients see things in a different light from a different perspective. And it sounds like you are, it's exactly what you are doing too. I also think the older we get as integrative holistic veterinarians, we recognize the moving pieces and our role uh, oftentimes is bigger and very different than what we thought when we started 20, 30 years ago. So uh, it's, it's interesting how many of us are coming to the same conclusions as where we see our role in that relationship and, and in the healing journey is sometimes just opening doors and giving uh, our clients a different perspective on, on, on what they thought the issues were, I guess. So looking, looking at, at all that you've done and how you are perpetually learning and growing 
you're applying what you're sharing, what you've learned with people that are choosing to come and be in relationship with you. You're giving and learning, and there's this exchange of knowledge going on. Where, if you could share one thing with the world in terms of what you're thinking now and where you think you'll be in the future, if you could, you could share one tidbit or morsel with our listeners, what would it be? Um, it's, it's, um, uh, like, it feels like I could speak for, uh, you know, an hour on, on, on this question and, uh, still have a hard time knowing where to exactly start kind of with it, you know, but, um, uh, I mean, I think, you know, the, 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 the thing that I think about, especially like, you know, kind of looking at, um, uh the way the way the world seems to be going the thing that we're all, that we all kind of seem to be aware of you know kind of in terms of where humanity is sort of headed you know um and like how how hard it is to kind of wrap your mind around um so much of uh you know like what decent living sort of looks like you know like i feel like our relationship with our pets is like something that kind of like grounds us in humanity in some ways, you know, and, 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 and I think there's lots of reasons for, for that, but, but I think, you know, I mean, I think everyone has this idea that we can like learn something from our animals, you know, like, um, dogs are, are kind of the quintessential, um, uh, examples of, um, uh, you know, that, that, um, uh, un- unconditional love sort of, you know, and, 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 and how difficult that can be often, uh, for our fellow humans, you know, but, but, uh, um, can, you know, be possible with our animals. And obviously that's, you know, like at least our dogs, you know, some cats sometimes, uh, I guess, uh, it's a little questionable maybe, you know, not, not, not that it's impossible, uh, but, um, you know, and, and, and other animals as well, you know, like I had a horse growing up that I felt like, uh, you know, like I remember saying like horses are men, are, are man's best friend, not dogs or something, but, um, you know, I, 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 so, and, and I've, you know, been able to like, you know, have, like I had, I had pet rats and snakes and all these, and I had like close relationships, but like, you know, like dogs kind of are like the thing, you know, like what I often say is, you know, like, well, they're the only uh, species that chose to be domesticated, you know, sort of. So there's this like contract almost kind of with them, but um, our relationships with our pets, especially dogs, I think, you know, but I may be focusing too much on that. Uh, But, um, uh, you know, it's like, it's like this, this opportunity that we have to learn all sorts of like decent human interaction kind of, and, um, uh, you know, and like, like it's so much different than other relationships, you know, like with, um, like our uh, children, they're going to be off on their own someday, you know, um, spouses, you know, there's obviously, uh, lots of different, um, dynamics kind of within that uh friends you know kind of come and go but like our animals we kind of know from the beginning that they're going to be there for this like chapter of our life sort of you know like a beginning and an end and and especially in 
um, having gone through so many uh, experiences with um, people at the end of their animals' lives and like seeing, you know, like, um, you know, it's, it's almost like they, you know, through that whole process, um, uh, you know, like they like kind of like let you like see into their soul in some ways, kind of, you know, like when you're going through all of that process and, and, um, uh, you know, like it's just, it is, it is such a way for us to interact with our emotions and develop relationships with um, love and loss and all, all of these different things that, um, you know, that, that they are amazing teachers at really, Mm -hmm. you know? So um, I think, I think that, you know, like um, it's an opportunity for us to be really intentional and um, for us to kind of uh, see that relationship through. I often, you know, kind of wish people could have the perspective um, on their pets that they have at the end of their life through the entirety of their life, sort of, you know, Um, and, and like, you know, to be able to maintain, uh, like, you know, all those perspectives, which, you know, people often get in those moments of like vulnerability and, um, you know, and, 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 and they are sort of like the perfect teachers. And often like, that's one of the things that I do try to remind people at the end of their animals' lives are, um, you know, like, we don't just want to focus on getting them better and trying to get more time with them, you know, like, yeah. you've, you've uh, nurtured this relationship, you know, for, you know, 13, 15, 20 years, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, like this, like, these are the moments you're, like you're going to remember, like, it isn't, it isn't, you know, about time so much, you know, and like, yes. um, we don't, we don't, you know, like, uh, every, every little thing you do is not so important, you know, but like, make sure that like, like what is important is make sure you're kind of like spending that time and time. like yeah. creating something that you're going to look back on and like feel good about, you know, you know, you, you and I are two peas in a pod. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think if I could summarize, if I could speak back to what I interpreted, it is um, animals give us this gift of being present and they're amazing teachers allowing us, if we we focus and listen and watch, the life lessons that they teach us are invaluable and knowing that we never have enough time with them, us being able to sit grounded and present and receive the lessons that they are teaching us is one of the best ways we can grow is through being, uh, emulating our animals because they are here teaching us in powerful ways if we're present enough to, to, to see those lessons. Brianna, the lovely woman that nominated you, um, she, uh, we're thankful that she took the time to nominate you. She said that you are impacting people and allowing them to be able to expand relationships and view their relationship with their animals in different lights. And I'm so thankful that she's taken the time to nominate you and congratulations, Dr. Zach on your game changer award. Much. I appreciate it.